Hello, welcome to The Wave, a podcast by Flutterwave. In this episode of Businesses versus the Pandemic, we discuss the many struggles of small businesses in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. In times like this, businesses have had to take responsibility for their survival, and we'll be hearing more of these stories in this episode. Today, we're talking to Roving Heights. They're an online bookstore available on Flutterwave's store. And tomorrow, it could be you on this show telling us about your business war stories. My name is Wendy Akomalafekalu, and the host for today's episode is my colleague, Larry Bakare. My name is Toby Enyade. I am the co-founder of Roving Heights Books. Roving Heights Books is an online bookstore. Aside from that, we also have like a book chain of physical stores across two different parts of Nigeria, Lagos and Abuja. Um, we basically specialize in sales and distribution of books. Um, think about any kind of book at all that you're looking for. Even if you don't have it in stock, we go the extra mile to make sure that we get it available for you. That's pretty much what we do. What impact has the COVID had on your business before now and even during this period? Um, so basically, um, Revenue I started strictly as um, an online platform. So in 2015, when the business started, we basically leveraged um, digital um, what's the name, platform to reach our customers or to sell. But over the years, I think precisely 2017 or 18, there about, we decided to include or come up with like the brick and mortar model as well because we found out that you know Nigerians still want the feel of you know want the experience they get when they walk into a bookstore. So hence we combine both online and um, what's in a brick and mortar model for uh sales. And so um since the COVID-19, so the pandemic happened in, I think it started late March and, you know, it's sort of like taking us back to what we used to be, which was to sort of like um, integrate or leverage all of our, you know, digital platforms to be able to still continue to reach our market basically since COVID-19 happened, like I remember very well throughout the month of April, initially because of the uncertainty and you know people not being sure what exactly to expect we had to initially keep turning down customers but if give it like one or two weeks after there was a limit to how much you know we could keep telling people so um we decided to find a way around things so what we did was especially in a city like lagos because we have a brand uh, we have a store here in lagos and we have one in abuja so what we did was to try and move some of our um stock to a residential um what's the name apartments and they were limited stock but we need to focus on some of our frequently requested for books and you know her bestsellers so um with that, we started marketing via um, our websites and our social media channels. So basically, that, those are the platforms through which sales was you know, able to pick up during that period. And because a lot of people, because of the many restrictions with you know, movements and all of that, footfall at the physical store became, you know, begin to decline, basically. So it's sort of COVID has sort of like made us, you know, re-strategize and go back to the drawing board and begin to realize that 
uh, digital platforms are, you know, a veritable medium for us to reach a wider market, basically. Yeah. Awesome. So we can say you are you kind of leveraged more on beyond digital. that as well. I think okay. it would be good. It would be good to also mention, um, you know, what role um, logistics had had to play in this, because um, when you decide to, you know, go e-commerce. Um, a key part of you know running like an e-commerce platform is having like the T's and highs along the line with that T's and highs that has to do with logistics properly tied so it's been a lot of pressure but um, we've been able to get a hang of it making sure that you know as much as people are having a seamless experience across all our digital platforms, they are able, we're able to deliver on our promise to ensure that delivery gets to them on time. And we kind of like learn to manage our customer expectations to decide to leverage more partnership with, with logistics company that we can't rely on basically to deliver on our promise basically. Well, how has the experience been so far with that? Well, it's um, it's been a learning process. It's been a learning curve, I would admit, because um, initially, um, I think the experience for everybody, because nobody has ever experienced the pandemic. I mean, if you are in this age and time, probably <laughs> nobody has sort of like known what it's like. So as much as, oh, there are so many words out there, know how to survive, how to, you know, we used to, everybody's just, trying to get a hang of things and leverage data or you know reports that how they basically to inf- make better informed decision so the experience has been a learning curve like i said earlier basically because um i remember vividly initially when all of this started you found out that during this period nigerians began to take a renewed interest in books and so that was good for our business relatively i mean um our figures went up um in terms of our revenue uh but of course it mean it brought more pressure on our operations basically but we're willing to take all of the pressure and the you know extra workload that came along with because as much as the demand became higher we needed to tighten up, uh, you know, all the loose ends at the head from our own hand just to make sure that things worked out perfectly. I remember there was a time when, even when people placed orders outside of our region, there were some and what's the name restriction in certain states. So it took us trying to manage customer expectations, giving feedback and timely feedback to customers so as to ensure that you know even if there's one delay one form of delay or the other um things still they kind of like understand and you know we can still make things happen for them irrespective so it's been a roller coaster but we're getting a hang of it we hope that despite the fact that you know the economy the realities of the economy in general are not so pretty we'll keep reinventing ourselves we keep going back to our drawing board and you know coming up with new strategies and um model that would help us serve our customers better awesome Toby. so have you thought of any model or any strategy that you can ride on to accommodate any future disruption let's say in the next 10 years something like this happened do you have any business model or any plan brand to accommodate such 
Oh, exciting question. Um, kind of like very futuristic, I must say, because I mean, we are living in very uncertain times. I would not lie. If anybody had mentioned in January that, you know, this was going to happen, like I'm sure many of us would have slapped the prophet and said, you don't know what you're talking about. Everybody entered 2020 with hopes and, you know, all of those. I, I think if there's anything this has taught us and um, as entrepreneurs, it's the need for us to understand that um, the future of everything is digital. It's the fact that you cannot just rely on um you know on your offline strategies or your offline channels only because everything traditional would not hold sway in the years to come relatively and so you really need to start thinking of products and services that can run on their own virtually with or without um, what's the name the restrictions that might come as a result of pandemic or any other thing at all that might come up in like the years to come. So from our own hand, um, what we're trying to do basically is to upgrade and sort of like integrate our ex existing infa um, digital infrastructure. So what I mean is, for instance, before now, because we knew that our physical stores are there and, you know, we get a number of footfall from there, little or no attention or have been placed on, you know, our digital channels. But now we're seeing the need to, you know, integrate them, make them better, make sure the experience is better than what it used to be for customers. So that we, um, we're having to increase our inventory, ensure that all our products, our stock, our, you know, our updated real time. We're trying to make sure that navigating our websites is um, you know, seamless and then payment as well. So good thing we have flutter with to help us to you know ensure payments is seamless and secured for you know all of our customers basically so um yeah that's about what we're doing and we're also thinking of you know launching other digital products and services that can run on its own automated and would take little human interaction just to prevent you know things from stalling in case of a pandemic or in case of uncertainties basically Awesome. So um, speaking about um, automated um, platforms for your business to run, for now you like sell to people on Instagram, like you take them from your Instagram page to your website, right? And for them to um, like place orders for what they want to place or how do you go about that? Okay, so we found out that um, customer behavior in this part of the world is still very peculiar. Nigerians are, or the audience will try to appeal to are. Uh, the ones they have, you know very well that people have very low attention spam. Like if I'm reaching out to you via Instagram, I know you have a website and I could have as well gone to the website if I wanted to close on the sales there. But if I'm in your DM, it makes more sense for you to close on such sales directly from the DM than to redirect them to the website because um, chances are that many people would not bother to click on the link and the many hassles that, you know, Pain, selecting the item that comes along with navigating the website or an app might be a bit more of a challenge for them. So we try to close on every sales or every request via specific channels they come from. So here's what I mean. If somebody is reaching out to us on Instagram requesting it for a particular book, 
we take it up from there. We send, we provide all of the information you may you need. Close on the sales there, and then we interact with you from end to end via their channel. If anybody is, if a customer is reaching out to us via our website, um, every bit of what needs to be done happens end to end on the website. So because again our people are very peculiar and you know even for the pandemic um a lot of nigerians still have issues with you know trust issues when it comes to e-commerce basically because of not too pleasant experiences they've had over time so yeah okay perfect so um have you had to like make any difficult decision during this period let's say maybe giving discounts on your books or have you had to make any difficult decision? Yes. Um, at least, I think sometime in April, we realized that to survive this particular period, we needed cash flow. And um, because so many people were at home, they were skeptical, we didn't know what the economy was going to look like afterwards. One would have, ex- because we had existing stock, we we had to run like a discount. We ran a discount throughout the month of April, even though that came with a lot of, um, what's the name, was going to eat into our margins, but we didn't mind because we needed the cash flow. So yeah, we gave several discounts, like, throughout the month of April, just to make sure that, you know, cash flow was good. Beyond that as well, as a as an organization that, you know, values its employees, we had to make some very critical and crucial decisions on that front as well, in terms of our human resource. Um, I think at that point, um, the key team members and management team were the ones that had to, you know, go the extra mile to still keep the um, worsening operations running while other team members were um while the safety and um what's the name security of other team members was more of a priority for us at that particular point in time also um initially because we were also weren't really sure how things were going was going to be i think we had to do like a pay court for our staff for April only for afterwards things returned back to normal because like things picked up eventually and we hope it continues to pick up and we don't have to um, downsize or you know cut salary matter of fact we are hoping to you know increase and provide the standard remuneration basically, or even do we more and provide bonuses because you will realize that the economy isn't what it used to be anymore. So people's source of livelihood also needs to be put into consideration as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. So what are the major lessons you have learned as a business owner due to this pandemic? Yeah. Um, first would be the need to innovate and to um, be flexible with your model and strategies. Um, So here's what I mean, because so many things were happening at the same time and like a lot of people were folding their hands initially and watching. There's a need as a business owner, I've learned the need to actually be a bit more flexible and, you know, be 
um, ready to innovate, to go back to the drawing board and re-strategize. And I think desperate times call for desperate, desperate measures. That's one of the key things that I learned. I mean, it was pretty much very risky. And, you know, the road to um, what's the name success as an entrepreneur is a very bumpy one. Of course, you should be willing to take calculated risk, right? But don't be risk averse. Innovate. Um, be flexible with your model. And then it's also brought back the harsh reality that in this age and time, you really need to digitize all of your infrastructure because it's the future. Okay, thank you. So I'm just going to take you back a little bit to where you spoke about um, the logistics and how you get your products delivered. So do you use the Flutterwave store? Have you heard of Flutterwave store? Oh, yes. Flutterwave, it was really a very innovative thing to do to have introduced the Flutterwave store at the time. Flutterwave did because um, guess what? Not every small business or not every business has the capacity to, um, you know, have like an e-commerce platform or a website that can, you know, run on its own, basically. And Flutterwave basically sort of basically took the burden and, you know, the whole hassle of having to build everything all over by yourself and, you know, allow small businesses host all of their products and services and with just one click you can pay. So um, it was one of those beautiful things that we've been able to leverage. We have a store on Flutterwave and, um, yeah, we've been getting quite a number of traction from there. And the immersed support and, you know, weights that Flutterwave has put behind more businesses during this period is quite commendable. It's exciting that you guys are very quick to adapt to the realities of the time and you're not waiting till forever and then of course you know the old bottleneck that comes along with an average organization all of that has been you know you almost felt as if you guys saw the future or probably had this you know in the pipeline for a while now and it was just the perfect time to launch so shout out to Flutterwave for you know supporting businesses like ours and helping us you know reach a wider audience basically if you could speak to toby of january 2020 <laughs> now that you're toby of july 2020 what would you say to her now that i've seen june toby of january 2020 i'll toby of january 2020 to raise up and expect the unexpected basically i would have told the toby of 2020 to um january to um probably have ventured into business-wise now um probably has ventured into creating more digital products that beyond just you know what we have going right now so that way we are able to get a larger chunk of the market you know i would have told the toby of 20 january 2020 to um explore other formats of books aside from hard copy yes because um the future is digital everything is happening virtually now <laughs> thank you so much for your time toby it was nice having this conversation with you thank you for having me 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Businesses versus the Pandemic. Huge thanks to our guests for their insightful stories. We hope this makes every business owner understand that they are not alone in times like this. If you're considering starting a business, Flutterwave is your reliable payment partner. Follow us at the Flutterwave and at the Wave Podcast underscore for our latest updates. Bye bye and see you soon.